Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. Today we're going to be talking about dairy for the next holiday, Shavuot or Shavuos, however you may pronounce it. So why do we even eat cheese? Why are we talking about cheese? There is a tradition to eat a whole cheesy meal on Shavuos because this is a holiday where we receive the Torah and they say that the Torah is like cheese. That's one of the many reasons for eating cheese. So how does that work with hormonal health? Well, unfortunately, cheese is the number two food right after wheat for allergies, sensitivities, and inflammation in the body. Now, if we're trying to heal our body, if we're trying to have balanced hormones, then we do not want inflammation. We want to take down the inflammation in our, in our body. And I know a lot of people ask me, what does it even mean to have inflammation in the body? I understand when we have a little bit of inflammation on the outside of our body, it's something we could see when we get a scrape. It becomes red. It becomes swollen. It becomes... Um, you know, painful, that's inflammation on the outside of our body. What does it mean when we have inflammation on the inside? Basically, what happens is if we're eating foods that we're sensitive to, then our immune system knows that the food is coming in, knows that he has to attack whatever is coming in because it's not good for us. We kind of need to look at our immune system as if it's an army. Okay, so imagine a lot of little soldiers, that's our immune system, running around in our body, and the second we have food that's not good for us, that we're sensitive to, come into our body, all of those little soldiers go running to take care of the situation. Now, there are a few things that happen. First of all, that's when we get inflammation on the inside, and that's how the body gets rid of whatever is not good for us. But if we're always eating the same thing over and over again that's not good for us, then we have what's called chronic inflammation. And that inflammation is going on all the time in our body. Now there's something good about it and something bad about it. The good thing is that 
our immune system knows how to take care of it at the beginning. So we don't even feel any symptoms or any problem. So we go on eating the food that wasn't good for us, but we don't feel it. Like we don't have any problems and we continue living and everything's fine. The problem is with that is that when we do have symptoms, when we have pain, when we have chronic illnesses, when we have um, autoimmune diseases, when our hormones hormones are unbalanced, that means that our immune system is already overwhelmed and not able to deal with our chronic inflammation anymore. And that's unfortunate that we only find out about it at that point. So basically what happens is we need to know that 80% of our immune system takes place in our microbiome, which is basically where all the food goes and starts getting deposited throughout our body. Now, the second we have inflammation, the autoimmune system closes up shop. It's kind of like they turn the sign on the door of the store that says, we'll be right back. And that's what they do because they're taking care of inflammation. And then some women wonder why they're not getting pregnant or why they're dealing with other things. It's because their immune system has no time to prepare their body for pregnancy. Their immune system has no time to deal with all this other stuff going on in your body when they need to take care with the food that you're putting in your body that's causing inflammation constantly and bringing you to a situation of chronic inflammation. So that's just understanding what inflammation is. Now, dairy is one of those uh, foods that could bring inflammation. So how do you know if dairy is good for you or not good for you, specifically for you? Okay, so let's, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to understand dairy. We're going to understand one of the proteins that is in the dairy specifically. So today I'm not going to talk about lactose because I know that plenty of you know that that is something that people are either allergic to or they have sensitivity to. And what's interesting, I'll just add in parentheses, is that there are studies that they did on Jews specifically showing that all Jews are sensitive to lactose. So something to keep in mind because food that we're sensitive to that we eat over and over again causes chronic inflammation. But we're not going to be talking about lactose today. Today I want to talk to you about the protein that's called A1 casein. What a lovely name. Okay, so only some people, this basically takes our immune system and gets production of cytokines that cause more inflammation. It also lowers the level of natural molecules that are anti-inflammatory that the body knows how to make. So basically, this protein could cause not only that we have more inflammation, but the anti-inflammatory molecules that we do have naturally are going down. Okay, so how do we know if we have sensitivity specifically to this protein? So there are a few things to notice. First, I want you to look back to when you were a little girl, uh, even a baby, and were you one of those that had chronic uh, tons tonsil infections, tonsillitis, or infections, ear infections? Okay, people that are prone to ear infections and uh, tonsillitis when they were young, it's 
a sure sign that they have a sensitivity to the protein A1 casein, okay? So so now that you're older, you don't have these symptoms because what happens is we outgrow specific symptoms and then we get other symptoms. So as an older person, as a grown-up, the symptoms for the same um, autoimmune disruption is sinus infections, different infections of the chest like bronchitis, pneumonia, if you have eczema, or if you have asthma. Those are things that you may have that show that you have the sensitivity to the protein A1 casein. The same immunity disruption could show up when we're grown-ups with our period. We could have acne. We could have crazy pains at the time of our period. We could suffer from PMS and heavy menstrual bleeding. All this could be coming from having a sensitivity to the A1 casein protein. Okay, so now that we're in chronic inflammation, specifically because of the casein, we have our body is creating more histamines in our, in our body. And it's important to know that histamines are good. Histamines have an important role in our body, but too much of histamines makes us have symptoms that bother our period. Now, when we're closer to our period, we have the estrogen hormone higher. We talked about this last week as well. And estrogen also creates more histamine in our body. So it's kind of like when we have all this histamine coming also from what we're eating and also from the estrogens that make more histamine, then we will feel more pain in our periods, we'll have more PMS and everything we talked about before. Another thing is when we have too much histamine in our bodies, then it signals our bodies to make more estrogen, okay? So it's kind of like this loop that never ends of you have, a, you have a lot of estrogen, that makes a lot of histamine. You have a lot of histamine, it makes more estrogen. So you're kind of like in this never-ending loop. And that's something we see a lot, especially with women that suffer for, from PCOS, that they have too much um, estrogen going on, so they have more histamine. And if they're eating dairy on top of that, it makes the whole situation worse. We see that with women that have pains with their periods, PMS, acne, and heavy bleeding. Okay, so now that we talked about all that and we understand that we might have the sensitivity, and if you have any of these symptoms, you know that it's a problem to have dairy. But if we want to change the way we eat as a way of life, we really need to concentrate on what we could eat. It's very easy to tell people, take out this from your diet, don't eat that. But the most important thing is to concentrate on the what, yes. Okay, what am I going to eat instead? If you're a person that eats dairy all the time, what could you supplement with it? So for for milk, for instance, there are a lot of supplements today. You could get almond milk, you could get hazelnut milk, you could get oat milk, you could get rice milk. There's so many possibilities. And even in the cheese 
departments. There's so many vegan cheeses you could get today. I'm just going to say in parentheses, you should definitely check the ingredients to make sure they're not adding in other crap that's not really good for our immune system. But there are so many different possibilities today. Um, and also, I made for you a dairy-free recipe collection, especially for Shavuot, that you could download for free at lovefood.co.il forward slash LP forward slash dairy. So I made that for you guys so you have all these different options for your Shavuot tables that you don't have to eat dairy. You can still feel like you're eating dairy and you can enjoy your Chag and your meal with your family at its very best. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Chag Sameach. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life. Reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.